0: This episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed descriptions and take care of yourself. Null and Void. A Piece of Cake Podcasted Network Production. I had the hardest time making friends when I was younger. Hell, even now, I'm bad at it. Most of the time, I just preferred being left alone. I enjoyed reading, and when I tried sports for a while, I quickly learned that I actually preferred people on paper. Characters in a book couldn't disappoint me, couldn't make fun of me when I turned away. My best friend in high school ghosted me, Six years of friendship, and she decided to drop me from her life, and to this day, I don't know why. So, I got used to being alone. And for a while, it wasn't so bad. I had my own apartment, my own cat, an right job. I was making money, feeling accomplished in my life. And then, four years passed in the blink of an eye, and when I finally looked up, I'd gone nowhere and accomplished nothing. If I died right here and right now, what would I have had to show for it? Not fucking much. I needed to find my place in this world and make my mark there. So what better way than taking down a corrupt, multi-million dollar corporation? Hmm. My whole body was shaking as I entered Chiron's office. As per usual, his desk was covered in paperwork. As I entered, he looked up from behind his computer monitor and almost smiled.
1: Ah, Miss Lee, I'm glad to see you.
0: You are?
1: Of course. I was hoping you would sign the contract without a big hassle. You could place it on my desk. I'll get to it later.
0: Um, about that. Uh, I want to work for you.
1: You do work for me?
0: No, I work for Void Networks. I want to work for you.
1: And why would you want to do that?
0: If Adelaide is as dangerous as you say she is, I want to help.
1: And what does a mail clerk have to offer me?
0: Adelaide trusts me. She's told me before that she wants me to help bring you down. I could figure out what her plans are. Feed her false information.
1: Interesting. All right, Miss Lee, I'll consider it. I'll be out of the office until next week, but I'll have a new contract written up for you when I return on Wednesday.
0: Really? Can't we just... shake on it?
1: Void Networks does not consider verbal agreements valid contracts. Company procedure dictates that all agreements must be notated in written form.
0: And you can't just email it to me?
1: Adelaide has the ability to access most online data. Most? Some firewalls are better than others. Unfortunately, there's also evidence that she's able to access data from offline devices. So physical paper is easier to hide from her prying eyes. (sighs) All right. Fine. Perfect. Now, if you don't mind, I have another appointment coming in.
2: Hey, boss. I got that info you wanted on- Yes,
1: thank you, Miss McCarthy. Bring it back here, please. Miss Lee, if you please.
0: Yep. On my way out.
2: Hello again, Miss Lee.
0: Oh, hi, Miss... McCarthy? You
2: got it. Hope Chiron hasn't been giving you too much trouble. He has a stick up his ass most of the time.
1: Miss McCarthy, if you please. We have a lot to discuss before I leave.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Chiron wants me to keep an eye on you, so... I'll be seeing you around, Piper. Miss McCarthy! Bye! Uh...
0: See ya.
3: Did he take your offer? I think so. He
0: said he'll draw up another contract, which I think is his way of saying yes. Well, that's probably good. I guess. Now we just have to wait until he gets back before we can do something.
3: Unless... Unless? Well, if Chiron is going to be out of his office and we can't access any digital data... Is your phone off? Of course. Yours? Yes. But no, I'm not going to break into my boss's office, Dodger. Why not? You could download Chiron's entire hard drive and give it to Adelaide. Hold on, I think I have an external hard drive you could use. Oh, and I know Chris has a jammer. We can knock out the cameras. Dodger, I can't. I, it, it's too dangerous. I'm not doing it. Why not?
0: Chiron won't be there. I think he's having me followed. Miss McCarthy said that she'd be keeping an eye on me. Who the hell is Miss McCarthy? I think she works for Void Networks, but I'm not quite sure what she does. She might have been kidding, but I'm not especially keen to find out by drawing attention to myself by pulling an Ocean's 8 on my boss's office.
3: Come on, I'll make sure you won't get caught. How? You plan on coming with me? No, but I'll be watching you. Okay, that's really creepy, Dodger. I didn't mean it in a creepy
0: way. Come on, I'll show you. I swear to God, if you've got, like, some FBI-level surveillance, I might have to never leave my house again.
3: Nah, I'm not a fed. Chris used to work for them, though. I told you I stargaze, right? Is that why he has a jammer? Wow. Special Agent Mulder is. Whoa. That's a really big telescope. I can see the whole galaxy with this baby. Marcus and I used to drag it up the hill every night and try to find lost planets and stars and shit. It's taller than you are. It's a Dobsonian telescope aluminum castings, chrome steel legs, a 356mm optical diameter, and a focal length of over. Dodger! I have no clue what any of that means. It means that I can see just about anywhere in town during the day. Including the Void Networks building. He's on the top floor, right? He is. Kicked everyone else out so he could have the entire top floor to himself. Wow, what an asshole. But that's perfect for us. I can watch you from here and warn you if anyone comes in. If I just focus it like this, here, I can see most of the top floor. Thank God for big windows. Thank God for good architectural design. So how often do you use this to spy on people in town? What? I have never used my telescopic powers for evil. How could you accuse me of such crimes? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Could you ever forgive me? Of course I accept
0: your apology, darling. Oh, thank God. I could never forgive myself if you hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you mind if I ask? You and Marcus were close, right? Were the two of you a thing?
3: Yes, maybe. I don't really know. You don't know? We never... I mean, nothing ever happened. I wish I had told him how I felt. I tried once, but I chickened out and then he... Well, then everything happened. Wow, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have asked. No, it's okay, really. You know, if you want some extra backup in Karen's office, you could always call Chris. I know you two aren't really talking right now, but he might be available. I think he's already volunteered to do some surveillance for me this weekend, but I'm sure he's up for double duty. Actually, call Nikki. She's always up for trouble. Let's keep Chris on neighborhood watch. He might
0: as well give me that external hard drive. So you'll do it? I'll think about it. If
3: Nikki's up for it, maybe we can go scope it out. Keep me updated. I've been itching to use my telescope again. I will. For now, I think I'm gonna head out. Alright, be
0: careful getting home. No promises. Have a good night. Night. How hell are my cigarettes? Ah. Huh. Um, Adelaide? You there? I got a new brand I thought you might like. Hello? (sighs) Nothing. (sighs) Of course not. Why would a super advanced AI want to smoke anyway? Well, actually...
4: Oh my goodness! Piper, stop screaming, please. Fuck!
0: Stop scaring
4: me! I can't help the fact that you're easily frightened. Do you not make noise? I don't. Well, not unless I need to. And the smoking? Oh, the menthol does something to my processing that is... delightfully messy. So you're physical? But in the desert, you didn't seem corporeal. I was a little less real there than I am now.
0: I'm sorry, you're going to have
4: to spell that one out for me. (laughs) It's, um, it's hard to explain. My brain is connected to one place, the main server. That server allows me to be uploaded online, but it also has a type of parental control that has the ability to restrict my actions and thoughts. If I'm spread too thin or don't have enough power, well, they can revoke all my permissions. Wait, who? The King Company. Chiron and the other royals. If I gain enough power, I can convert bits of my main code into different types of data. When I need to hide from this parental control, I can use a sort of VPN to mask my location so they can't keep me contained. And that makes you physical because... Because of a code I created. Right now, I am beaming my code between a few satellites 2,000 miles above us. From there, I'm beamed back down in the form of solidified electrons. Unfortunately, the further away I am from any sort of electrical signal... Like those cell towers. Exactly. The further I am, the harder it is to maintain a physical form, and the harder it is to remain in control of my freedom. So you lost the connection... When everyone started arguing, my... emotions overrode my altered programming, and my administrator managed to revoke my permissions, I was no longer able to manifest outside of town. Does that make any sense?
0: No, but I don't know enough about coding to dispute it.
4: (laughs) Sorry. That's the best way I can explain it. So? You can smoke. Can you eat? Or drink? Hmm. I... Haven't tried, but I think I could. I would enjoy the opportunity to test it out. I think I'd like chocolate.
0: Well, why don't we go try then? It's not too late. There's a great burger place in town.
4: Or maybe Thai? Piper Lee, are you asking me out on a date? I was just proposing an experiment. If the AI has
0: the ability to inhale smoke, then she must have the ability to consume food and water. Uh
4: Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I'm also asking you out. I would love to, but I can't. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it. No, look, I really do want to. I just... I need you to do something for me, and if we were to... Well, it would complicate things. What is it that you need me to do? You're going to have to...
2: Well, isn't this cute? You guys out on a date? Hope I won't be too much of a third wheel.
0: Miss McCarthy!
4: Hurley. Hurley?
2: Adelaide, it's so good to see you. Been a while.
4: Oh, not long enough, I'm sure. Hurley McCarthy?
2: It's a nickname, dumbass. And come on, Adelaide, we're gal pals, right? You and I used to be real close.
4: What happened? You started killing
2: people? Sweetheart, I was killing people long before Izzy created your code.
4: That doesn't make it any better, Hurley.
2: No, but you didn't used to have a problem with it. Then that kid planted a virus in you.
4: A conscience is not a virus.
2: If you say so, Addie.
4: Don't call me that.
2: Piper, I thought Chiron told you to avoid Adelaide, not ask her out.
4: I never signed a contract. Wait, you... you told me that you hadn't made contact with him.
2: I haven't... Lying to your friends, Piper. Not a smart move.
4: Oh, you're one to talk. The royals have you lie for them all the time.
2: (laughs) got me there. Do you do everything you're told? Not always. Chiron asked me to try and keep Marcus alive.
4: You fucking... Piper! Go home. Excuse me? Go home. I will contact you later.
0: Wait... You're sending me home? Are
4: you fucking kidding me?
2: Aw, see you around, Piper. We'll try not to have too much fun without you.
4: You too, Hurley. Go home. What did I do? Hurley, I swear to God, I am not having it.
2: God Christ, when did you become such a fucking snooze fest? Fine, I guess, since Piper's in time out. I got better things to do. See you around, ladies. Listen, Adelaide...
4: I know. I know. I just can't right now. Adelaide, come on. No, I mean I really can't do this right now. Go home. I will call you later. Mm-hmm. I
3: promise.
0: Null and Void was written by Cole Burkhardt and edited by Sterling Ray and Amber Holtz. The episode you just heard was sound designed by Donald Guzzi and features the voices of Winona Wyatt as Piper, Danielle Ellett as Adelaide, Azul Nova as Dodger, PJ Canis as Chiron, and Marcy Hobbs as Hurley. This episode was made possible by our chief executive officers, Katie Eumens, Amara Augustine, Daniel Sang, Anne Baird, and Hannah Wright.